I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How are you doing, brother? Doing pretty good, man. How was your weekend? Dude, not bad, man. Yeah. Uh, recouped. Uh, been on the go a lot yeah. recently, so I was able to just chill, hang out with some okay. friends on Friday, um, but just relax Saturday and Sunday, man. Watch the rest of Seinfeld. I'm finally <laughs> done, dude. You're going to start over? Dude, I don't know what I'm going to do now, man, with my life. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it was so good. <laughs> it was so Why don't you start good. it over, dude? Start for episode one? Because it's, yeah, but like, I might also jump back into New Girl because like, I'm that guy who needs to watch that 17,000 times. Also, listen to their pod. Okay. that See, that's what With, I want to do. So, they're like, I think there's like six episodes in on the pod now. Dope. Their pod. Pretty cool. Okay. Pretty good little behind okay. the scenes. Who's, who's on the pod? Um, Lamorne, Zoe, and Hannah. My favorite characters. Actually, they're all my favorite. They're characters. all. They're, they're they're all so there's good. nobody on that show that's not um, good, dude. I think they they've had some guests and stuff. I think Justin Long was on there. Fire, for one of them. Um, he has his own podcast. Yes, I listened to that one too. Um, and I think like a couple of the like crew have been on there as well. Oh, dope. Uh, so it's been pretty cool. Nice, I'm enjoying man. It. Nice. <laughs> all right, dude. Let's switch gears here for yeah. a second, man. Um. Now that the dust has settled with the new Dark Knight movie, The Batman. Right. Um, I actually went back and watched all the Batman movies. That's a lot of Batman movies. Dude, I mean, from Adam West. <laughs> you call Adam West, too? Through the Adam West movie. The Adam yeah. West Batman movie when he fought the shark all the way through. And they turned to, like, sand. All the the UN council turned to sand. <laughs> oh, <you> do. <laughs> They were, they were very limited at that time, right? There was a zap. The screen yeah. went like white, and then they came back, and they were all sand. It was hilarious, dude. So good. Man also fought a shark. Um, through King ben, Shark, man. Ben Hab- <laughs> it was a King Shark before he was King Shark. Dude, all the way through the Ben Affleck one. Um, I didn't watch uh, the Snyder Cut, um, okay. but I did watch uh, the Justice League. Yeah. Again, yeah, yeah. Um, he really didn't have much of a different arc in the in those. Yeah. Um, you know, he was probably one of the top build there, so all his stuff got to stay in. Yeah, he didn't really get his own. I mean, he didn't get his own movie, so correct. He was this is one of those kind of you already know his history, so yeah, we he's know just you, in it. Your dad died. Yeah. You put a cape on. Your mom also died. You got a nice car, and you yeah. drive around, and you kill people. Yep. This Batman, at least. Um, but I watched <laughs> them all, man. So I wanted to discuss with you before we jump into today's pod. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite, bro? I don't think we have ever asked you that, man, that question, man. You know, that, that when, when you get into all these different iterations of any character, it's hard. It's hard to pinpoint one. Got gotcha. you. I feel like. Got gotcha. you. I'm going to. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it depends on how you're looking at, you know, what you're looking out or what you're wanting from the character, I guess. Yeah. 
your preference in, in this character. But, I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and say I know who yours is already. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, I think I've had to stick with Michael Keaton, man. Dude. <laughs> Give me some. I'm yes. Not, I mean, this, you know, I don't, I can't say I caught the first one because it was in 89. I was, what, we were what, two years old, three years old? Yeah, something like that. So, I came in probably on 92, Batman Returns, mm-hmm. somewhere in those years. Mm-hmm. Um which led back to the first Batman. Exactly. You know? I did the same exact thing. So, I watched Batman Returns before I watched Batman. Right, right. So, you know, I watched this again uh, over the weekend just for fun. Nice. Um, he's just, him and the rest of the cast in the movies, badass. I enjoy You can't. You just watch it and enjoy I don't care what age I am. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I will say this, man. Um the Adam West Batman movie, it was the 60s. It was yeah. the swinging 60s. It was just wild, right? I'm just going to leave it at that. And, I mean, there was two more before him. There were. But, I mean, that was. Those were, were they ever in a movie, though? Yeah, I think it was two movies before Adam West. Okay. That's when it was, like, um, the, the black and white George, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. My man literally had, like, weird... His like ears, yeah, his bat ears was like <laughs> just kicked to the over. <laughs> flapped over like a dog's ear. <laughs> he hadn't got him boxed up yet. That's what <laughs> <it's like>. <laughs> so <clears throat> Michael Keaton was the man, dude. Okay, yeah. he was a, he was a weird choice at the time. Obviously, now knowing the history of almost every Batman movie, there's so many Batman fans who are like yeah. just so. Like, oh, my God, this is a bad casting or a good yeah. casting or whatever, whatever, whatever. Obviously, they were like, Michael Keaton, no. Yeah. But it turns out that he was a fantastic Batman, right? He yeah. brought this this gravitas and this craziness to this character, but also this, like, sleekness and this coolness from... There, there was a real divide between Batman and Bruce Wayne. There really was, man. It there was two, really it was was. two different people. Like, and that was hard to see after... After that Batman was, yeah. was them to be two different people. Yeah. They always kind of collided a lot and this this one he's just like as soon as that that makeup came off his eyes he was bruce wayne yo he was like so charismatic and, and so cool but you can also still tell there was those scenes and batman batman returns where like he is there's like agony right there's the, yeah. there, there's pain right mm-hmm. there's, there's the reason why he's doing what he's doing and getting dressed up as a six foot bat and going out into, <laughs> into the night right yeah. you kind of felt that with him yeah. even through these two movies i do like these movies were really centric on the villains as well mm-hmm. batman you know bruce wayne batman was a a even though he was the the, the movie they brought the villains yeah. forward right and that's what made batman so good is that yeah. we, we're not focusing on you batman right like right. the superman movies did right they always focus on superman they focused yeah. on the villains and batman how they're gonna how he's gonna take them down michael keaton dude for michael keaton fantastic job <laughs> he's he's number two for me i figured that much yes um who's number one for me let's go ahead you know you know who it is all right dude you ready for this yeah george clooney baby let's go <laughs> Yo, George Clooney, Batman and Robin, bat nipples, dog, bat credit card, bat ice skates, okay? My man's... (laughs) Ice skates. I forgot about the ice skates. Oh, boy. Bat skates. So trash, okay? (laughs) Nah, dude. Okay, so the one thing I will say about George Clooney's um, Batman take is that he was charismatic as hell as, as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I right. Mean, George Clooney has just a thing about him in general. Yeah, dude's just charismatic as hell. Yeah. And as Bruce Wayne, he killed that. As Batman, that was tough for him. You know, it's not always his fault, though. It's not always yeah, his yeah. fault, right? He had bat nipples. <laughs> is what it is. Yeah, didn't, didn't he have like a bat ass pads and shit, too? Bat ass pads, yeah. dude. Just straight ass pads. I mean, shit was contoured just, yeah, like yeah, a yeah, Greek mold, god, right? Molded. It's molded like, it's like the sculpture of David, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, man, my, my favorite is going to be Christian Bale. Oh, yeah. 
I had that um, one highlighted. Yes. Yours. He is the uh he is the goat dark knight for me. Yeah. Um <clears throat> but you have to understand, right? I when I've I wa- I just recently watched all these movies and the Michael Keaton ones is Batman in a gothic dark yeah. world. Right. The, the Tim Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Tim Burton like yeah, he's known for, right? right? <laughs> the, the Joel Schrucker ones was all about like play. Mm-hmm. So on a playful, colorful world was Val Kilmer and George Clooney. Yeah. But Christopher Nolan and Christian Bale was like, no, we're going to take Batman, put him in the real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? You're right. Yeah. That's that. <laughs> we're going to put a man, we're going to put a six foot bat in the <laughs> real world yeah. and have him stop crying. And, you know, I'm more, you more of, are of the um, escapism in the movies right. that you like. Yeah. And I'm more of the realism yeah. in the movies that, that I like, and I think that's yeah. where kind of the divide is, where I really, really love Bale yeah. and those performances. This was a real man who you can tell through every heartbeat why he was doing what the hell he was doing. Oh, yeah. And he had yeah. a motive Richard. every single time, man. So that'd probably be flip for me. So Keaton, then Christian Bale. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Let me ask you this. Least favorite. Can't be George Clooney. Because <laughs> George Clooney's not even my least favorite, dude. Adam well, West is not even my least favorite. Well, I wouldn't even say he, George, like, you know, it's not always his fault. He, exactly. he he did what he could in his role. But the least memorable one is Val Kilmer. Val M. And I think, effing Kilmer, and I think yes. That's, that's agreed upon around yeah, the world. Dude. Even though, like, even though Batman Forever was not as bad as a movie as everybody said it was. Mm-hmm. Val Kilmer was just a horrible <laughs> Bruce Wayne and a horrible Batman. Yeah. He was not enjoyable at all. Yeah, and I think it, it, you know, just reading some stuff, you know, doing a little research, didn't seem like he enjoyed it either. Exactly. Like he wasn't, it wasn't that he was like a bad role. He was just didn't he just want to be there, I guess. He, he got, he signed. Yeah. Did the thing, got the check, yep. got out of there. Didn't even come back for the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Went and did The Saint, which yep. was actually not a bad movie. He was more care. He was better in The Saint than he was in Batman Forever. He's, he's not a bad actor. No, he's, he's just, not a bad actor. He yet. just wasn't a good, good Batman movie. What do you think about Affleck? We've seen him, uh, Batman vs Superman, a uh, little bit of in um, Suicide Squad, yeah. And then we got him in Justice League, and obviously uh, the Snyder Cut. Like, it's been it's been a few years now, man. Yeah. Talk to me. I could really swing either way with Affleck. I mean, I think he's better in the cuts rather than like a humongous scene with him in it. What do you mean? Talk to like me. as far as Batman. I mean, when he's with everybody, yeah, and it's a it's a team effort. I think he plays well into everybody, and I think that shines out outshines everything other than like just his solo scenes. Yeah, um, I think, and he's just surrounded by talented, the, talented the good actors. actors yes, and, you know that helps a lot. Um, <clears throat> he did give us my favorite Batman fight scene in Batman vs Superman when he went to go save. Martha, right? <laughs> yeah. That was, was badass. He was a beast, though. He was... I mean, he's 6'4". Yeah. He's my height. Built like a brick shit house. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Affleck in general, I'm cool with. But like I said, it... it I didn't think that his take on that, like, solo portion, I don't know if it was because he wasn't wildly charismatic person yeah when he was bruce wayne it kind of it's kind of that thing where it's like they're kind of the same agreed they're the same agreed. personality agreed. and that's what we got from the from the pattinson one as well yeah. remember right it's almost like if we put it in a timeline and this is my last night before i talk about our our buddies who have commented on this as well um pattinson there was no disconnect between batman and, and bruce wayne right and he was a very young Right, he was a very young mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne Batman, and then you take Affleck, who's a very 
old, a seasoned, a veteran mm-hmm. Batman, Bruce Wayne, right? And there was no, no disconnect there. But if you take the rest of those actors, right, and, like, put them in a timeline, right? Yeah. Let's say all these movies are connected and it's actually the same exact person. Let's say, like, the James Bond stuff. Um, then, like, he has grown to kind of separate the two. I got you. But through the crap that all he's going BS, through. Yeah. He's kind of put them back together. I got right? you. You know, because they've always been a split personality. Right. So I, I, I thought that was really interesting as well if I am putting it in that way. Yeah. I thought that was very, very cool, man. But no, <clears throat> after, like, after, after watching the Snyder Cut that we did last year, mm-hmm. um, I wish he would have got his own movie, dude. I think that would have been a badass movie. Right. I think that would have been like the Arkham series type. Mm-hmm. I think that's where he was heading. Okay. Have you ever played those games? I played, yeah, I played the, I think it's Arkham Asylum. Dude, so good. Yeah, it's a fun one. I just, I'm still finishing up a geek for like the 19th time, Arkham <laughs> Knight. I think that that's where his movie was going to go. And that would have been badass yeah. to watch, man. What, uh, what did you think about, uh, Will Arnett as Lego Batman? <laughs> <laughs> Cause he's, he he is on the list of Batman's. Dude, the voice. Yeah. The, the voice. <laughs> the voice. <laughs> dude, Lego Batman is so awesome, dude. Like he's, he's also so good as Bruce Wayne, though, yeah. man. Like, and there's there's a difference, right? There's a big <laughs> difference. Um Bill gave us that grovelly, like, where is he? Yeah. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. But it's just a different pitch that you use and you yeah. lower your, your voice to make it sound scarier. Mm-hmm. And he just got a cool voice. His voice alone, yeah. like on his podcast, right? Um, sh- sh- shout out to Smartless, yeah. right? Those his voice is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and him as like Bruce Wayne, Batman, and those Lego movies, dude. Pretty, yeah. pretty yeah. good, man. Pretty good. <laughs> All right, dude. Before we move forward, man, I did ask a few of our buddies here. Um, my buddy J- Jerome said it's Michael Keaton. I grew up yeah. on the Adam West Batman, which Keaton actually is a lot alike. Um, how he plays the bat, you know, there was no zing, zang, et cetera. Um, and Tim Burton wasn't too far off. You know, the darker, grittier Batman is a product of the 1990s Dark Horse comics. Ooh, dropping some knowledge on oh. us, which I never got into. Sure, the Nolan movies are superb, but nostalgia wins. My buddy Matthew said Christian Bale because the Dark Knight is the goat. Right. That's the best Batman movie ever. I, th- I mean, it's going <clears> to <throat> be those two, I think. Yeah. It's going to be that battle between those two. Um, my buddy James said it's completely generational. James is a little older here. Yeah. He likes Michael Keaton because he was Batman when he was a kid. Right. You ask people older, and they say Adam West. My dad says Adam West. Yeah. My dad says Adam West and Keaton, and uh, probably really is the best. Uh, same thing with James Bond, right? Uh, he grew up, my buddy James grew up with Pierce Brosnan, mm-hmm. but Daniel Craig is my favorite, right? Right. So. right. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then uh, my buddy Greg Owen, Keaton. First, it's just Batman to use a different voice than Bruce. Uh, he may not have the had the physicality uh, and been a little murderous. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> my man put yeah. C4 dynamite in my man's pants and just kicked him. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's every live-action Batman movie until, uh, you know, blame the writers for that. Batman killed in the early comics, though, so I like his portrayal of Batman as a true side to a damaged person. Takes a bit of a nutcase to dress up as a bat. I did like that note, man. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the whole story, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, that was from Greg, right? Greg Owen. Uh, yes, sir. Y'all can check out his YouTube page. He also does movie reviews at Gregorious Views. Oh, dude, we got to have him on the pod, bro. Yeah, man. Gotta make that happen, man. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. In this week's episode, we are discussing the trailers for Father Stew, Infinite Storm, and our Movie of the Week, 21 Bridges. JV, another week. Yes, sir. Got a couple of uh, quick trailers here. As we do. Let's jump into this yep. one, man. Our buddy uh, Marky Mark. No fun bunch. No. Father. No I think fun. I've used that <laughs> joke before, too. Right? 
<laughs> yeah, it's like you have to do it every time you, you say Mark. Every time you say Marky Mark, you got to say either with or without the phone. Yes, line. yes, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Father Stu, man, uh, I dropped this trailer on you yeah. a couple of days ago, man. What were your thoughts? Uh, when I when it kind of first started, I thought it was gonna be a little bit funnier, like yeah. a, like some, a comedy movie at the beginning of the trailer. Um, but I mean, it sounds like the comedy runs through it, but. The story of it is pretty sad. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty sad story. Uh, uh, he's a boxer. He decides he wants to be an actor. After that, he meets a woman, falls in love, gets in a wreck. Uh, then he's recovering, and he decides he wants to be a priest. Yes, sir. Um, there's barely anything in between. That's pretty much the, the trailer, scene by scene. Right? Oh, one hundred. <laughs> Percent, man. Uh, so as he's going through that, he gets a diagnosis that he has some has a muscle disease, and uh, I guess they're deteriorating. Like yeah. as he gets hurt, they're just not healing anymore. Or as they're he's getting older, mm-hmm. they're just getting more brittle. Uh, but he still goes on with his priesthood journey. Uh, yeah, man. So this follows the story of Father Stuart Long, a boxer turned priest who inspired countless people during his journey from self destruction to redemption via IMDb. Yeah. So don't sue us. Um, <laughs> I, qu- I credited yeah, you guys. Yeah, there you go. Um, no, man. So this is Mark Wahlberg, and you can tell, man, he is doing exactly and exactly what Leonardo DiCaprio was doing right he is chasing that oscar yeah and in doing that right and it's tough it's tough to win an oscar for like a great performance right you see Leonardo DiCaprio you see you're seeing him do it hell even in what was it the boxer with Mark Wahlberg was fabulous it mm-hmm. was his supporting cast <laughs> Christian Bale who yeah, won yeah. won the oscar yeah. right so it's it's really tough man but um, this guy is pumping out, you know, he, he's getting older, so he's pumping out more and more great, gritty roles yeah. that he's sinking his teeth into, man. And there's a lot of comedy through this drama, um, but I think that's just his style, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, and how he uh, approaches the these projects where you got to have some levity through this. But at the same exact time, man, it does sound like a really harsh story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like this guy's been through the fire. <laughs> Or as Kanye he's, says, through the wire. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> basically same same situation, right? Yeah. Uh, injury really really struck struck him hard, and he's trying to trying to use it as his stepping stone to what he really wants to be be a better person. Yeah, man. Uh, but he just gets knocked down again with that with that muscle muscle disease. Chumble woman, man, get knocked down. Yeah. Get up again, right? It's Chumble Woman, right? Did I do that? Yeah. All right. You, all right. Guys, leave it in the comments. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll fact check that. Yeah, we'll fact check we'll, that I'll fix later. it later. Uh, <laughs> we'll have Lily Pad uh, <laughs> fact check that. Is that her name? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Lily Pad. Oh, man. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Infinite Storm. This one's wild, man. I don't know what Naomi Watts is really doing with her <laughs> career. But she likes being in peril, man. Right, I, I right. really feel like she does. So when a climber gets caught in a blizzard, she encounters a stranded stranger yep. and must get them both down the mountain before nightfall. That's the trailer, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I tried to watch the second one, which is like two seconds longer. Yeah. No change. No change. Just. Just, just, it was just accidentally two seconds longer. <laughs> just accidentally. It's a trailer two. It's two seconds longer. Um, this one's... <laughs> I, don't, I don't like movies like this, man. I'll be perfectly honest with, with you. Right. Um, I'm never going to find myself in a scenario like that. I mean, you know, it, it just... I'm curious as to, like, why... Yes, that's like, the only question. Like, why? I mean, I know she's hiking. Apparently, she's a seasoned hiker. She hikes there all the time. She lives close to that mountain. True. There's just some dudes sitting up there on the edge of the mountain. Like, in a, like, like in the snow, in, like, like, his legs are crossed. Right, like, suicide attempt? Uh, that's, like, like, he's just waiting out the storm to let her take him out? That's what happened to Jack Torrance, baby, in uh, <laughs> The Shining. He just couldn't get back to warm weather, man. Right, right. He just died in the snow. 
Uh, so of course they have to go through every obstacle they can go through to get out get out of the, the storm and get down the mountain. Yeah, so it's going to be a lot of um, obstacles and and you know having to rely on each other. But dude seems out of it the entire yeah. time, and she's just talking to him, and she doesn't even get to know his name, so she calls him John. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna see this in theaters. I'm bro. not too worried about it at the moment. <laughs> like, like you know, if this is yeah. like, if I see this on on the Hulu and be like, oh, Infinite Storm on the Hulu, yeah. Well, I guess I got an hour yeah. and a half, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but no, man, like, I just don't. I, it, it's it's hard for me, right? Because I I will never be in scenarios like this ever. And you have to be a certain type of actor to be able to pull off a. It's basically a solo movie. Yeah, I mean that's hard. Uh, 127 hours. Remember, <laughs> man, lo- man lost his arm, but he, that's basically him by himself. Yeah, yeah, th- that's all it was. Yeah. Uh dude, I feel you. I feel you. So. Or like, um, even Will Smith and I Am Legend. Yeah, hard. Right? And that was large scale. Yeah, it's hard. Tough. Not everybody can be Matt Damon. You know, <laughs> everybody can be Matt Damon. It's a Martian. Such a good movie, guys. Such a good movie, man. Guys, we're going to post these uh, trailers on our socials for you to check out. Let us know in the comments what you think. If we should go see these movies. If you're excited about them, we definitely love to hear from you guys. All right, man. Let's go ahead and jump into our movie of the week. Yes, brother. sir. Yes, you re- sir. You ready for this? Yeah, man. Let's handle business. Dude, 21 Bridges, brother. Chadwick Bozeman, may you rest in peace, mm-hmm. brother. All right, man. So, like I said, this movie came out in 2019. A slew of movies came out in 2019 as well, guys. Here, man. Such good movies came out, right? I'll let you know if we repeat any. <clears throat> we got can't remember that much. So. Medea Family Funeral, Entangled. Oh, okay. Swallow, The Assistant. Joker, this one was really weird. I saw this one. Vivarium, hmm. super weird movie. Okay, didn't catch that one. Lucy in the Sky, The Friend, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Us, and a movie, one of my, like, my favorite war film now, it just took the cake. Okay. Right, it was Black Hawk Down. Black Hawk Down now got moved to number two. <laughs> All right. My favorite war movie is 1917. If you've never seen Ooh. 1917, directed by Sam Mendes, it follows these two young English um, guys. They're just trying to carry a message. Yeah, yeah. The camera doesn't lead them. Yeah, it's like. All Sing, that stuff. It long seems like shots, it's right? long shot, yeah. single frame. Oh, dude, it was so damn good, dude. Can't I just I have a hard time watching movies like that? I mean, like this war movies, war movies. Yeah, dude, that's the thing. Huh? The real we talked about it earlier, yeah, right? Yeah, the more right. of the realistic, the escapism. Not that you know <clears throat> nothing's good by any means. I just, just I don't know. Yeah, no, I feel you, boss. <laughs> I feel you, man. Oh yeah. This movie's directed uh, 21 Bridges, going back to that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, directed by Brian Kirk, uh, written by Adam Mervis and Mike Matthew Michael Carnahan. Right. Didn't want to mess that up, but damn it, I did. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, we have a budget of $33 million. The box office brought in $49.9 million. Oh, did this one come out streaming as well? Do you remember? It was weird, right? Because, like, it dropped... It dropped like the year after Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther was eighteen. This was nineteen. This did hit the theaters. Um, that was I, a, that was kind of the weird time right there when it was like stuff was hitting streaming and stuff was. There was deals. That it, it, it's not like remember the pandemic was yeah. a year later, yeah. but this was like when there was a lot of movie deals that was like, hey, you're gonna be in, you're gonna be sh- movie in the movie theater for like a couple weeks, and you're gonna go straight right. to stream, right? Right, right. And I think this was one of those type of movies. Um, so there's probably a lot more on that. Oh yeah. But, uh, move forward, uh, starting in this movie, we of course have Chadwick Boseman as Andre Davis, uh, as young Andre Davis. So he have Christian Isaiah, uh, Sienna Miller as Frankie Burns, who works narcotics, uh, JK Simmons as Captain McKenna, uh, Stephen James as Michael Trujillo. 
one of the cocaine thieves. Cocaine thieves. I, was, I like their name. I was trying to figure out how to label them. I just want to say criminal one <laughs> and criminal two. I didn't want to do that. Thing one and thing yeah. two. <laughs> uh, and Taylor uh, Ketch as Ray Jackson, the oh, yeah. other cocaine thief. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Uh, go ahead and uh, bring us into that plot, that quick synopsis, so we can go ahead and get to these yes, characters, sir. man. All right, we have Andre Davis. He's a New York Police Department officer. Uh, he has been labeled, from what we hear, the killer of cop killers, from what I understand. Uh, he's faced with the disturbing scene where there's been multiple officers shot and killed during an attempt to steal some cocaine. Uh, he states he has three to four hours to bring these guys down or they will vanish. Uh, he uses his skills to track them, but ends up in the middle of a NYPD cover-up attempt by the 85th Precinct that has some of the officers on the payroll to help with the drug trafficking in the city. Just drop the entire plot yeah, on them. I, mean, I love fine. it, dude. It. <clears throat> All right, dude. Let's go ahead and jump <laughs> right, right in here, brother. Um, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Andre... Davis, man. One, I will say, uh, gone too soon. Definitely. You know, the king's dead. Um, But this role that came out right after Black Panther, man. uh, Dude is versatile. Definitely. He definitely brought, I mean, dude's from South Carolina. Okay. (laughs) SC, bringing it in, huh? You know, the Carolinas, baby. Here we go. Um, (laughs) Uh, sister state, but no, um, badass cop. Yeah. Right. Like hard boiled. Right. Doesn't really, what am I trying to say about him, man? He's hard boiled. He, he's a badass, but he has a heart at the same exact time, man. His, and I think he's trying to change in this movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, his staple comment to everybody is basically, you know, I was, relieved of charges for the killings I did. Yeah. They were, they were all cleared. They were all justified killings. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he's trying to change as much as he's like, maybe seeing that, you know, just because this guy was there doesn't mean he was killing everybody, but he sees that quick, right? Yeah. Like when he first in the building, the first scene, he's like, Okay, you got one guy who's trained to kill everybody, and this other guy's just kind of hanging out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's really hard because he's he's just being that officer and reading the scenes. He's a damn good cop, and man. Uh, and feeling for this, uh, feeling for Michael that it's like, okay. You were involved in this, but I understand that you were here, but you weren't in here just killing everybody. Yeah, yeah. You're you're, you're guilty of this stuff. <laughs> you were with them, <laughs> but you don't need to. You don't need to die because of it. But you're also going to spend the rest of your life in prison. One hundred percent. No man. So he, I, I liked that scene, man. That brought us into all right. A little bit about this movie, right? Yeah. Um. Bringing us in. So this movie takes place like between the hours of midnight and like 7 a.m. Yeah. Right. It's not, it's not a week long or a weekend or anything. Yeah. It's, it's literally one night in one early super morning <laughs> in New York. Right. And I think yep. that was really, really cool, which we'll talk about that later. But it's it's tough for like character development. That's why we get the shot of young Andre at his dad's funeral. Then we get the shot of him and his mom who has dementia. You know, she's going through that, how he's caring for her. Yeah. The shot of him, you know, being cleared of all these charges. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's calling him, yo man, the killer of, yeah. of cop killers, right? He's like this world renowned, right? So that, that's his thing. His <laughs> yeah. dad was, um, you know, his dad was a cop and he was killed in the line of fire. So he mm-hmm. became a cop as well. Right, so that tells you a lot about him. But when he's on that scene, when he's in that that wine shop, dude, yeah. he's so sharp. Yep, yeah, he knew uh, exactly where everything was, brother. Yeah. And that was just awesome to see that play out. Yeah, he was uh, very good at uh, flipping that switch on. Right, like you see him walk into the scene, and he's looking at all the bodies, and you can see, you know, the the 
concern and the grief on his face for everything, you know. Oh yeah, these police officers. But then he's like, "Come on, guys, we're this is a crime scene now. We got to get the hell out of my yeah yeah. yeah, I gotta go. Y'all get out of here. This is my crime scene. I gotta figure out what's going on." Love that man. Um, just just like his also like there's this there's this brutality about him as like a New York City police detective going after these guys. But also there is like the, this care as well, especially mm-hmm. like you said for Michael, he sought out exactly what the two were about. Yeah, and so they're like, "Yo, Michael, you're roped up in this, man. Like, let's let's not die over this. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, let's you're you're done, but you don't want to lose you, lose your life, right? Yeah. And I thought that's where like the care was and how he definitely wanted to change. Yeah, that's where I think that he wanted to. He sees this young black kid. Lost his his brother, um, you know, doesn't want him to die. All right, listeners, we're gonna take a quick break. Yo, JV, um, why do we never talk about sports movies, man? I don't know, man. Is uh, now a good time as any? Uh, what do you got to say? All right, check this. I mean, look. What type of movie podcast would it be if we didn't talk about the very best in sports movies, man? All right. There's Rush, the racing movie, not the amazing band, but I wouldn't mind a little Neil Peart all in you. Right. Right. Then there's Moneyball, you know, with the amazing, good looking Brad Pitt. Mm -hmm. Um, The sports drama about putting together a fire baseball team with as little money as possible. Right. Fantastic cast. Fantastic script. It's just a great movie. Yeah. Also has uh, Chris Pat as a baseball player. And of course, there's Samuel L. Jackson and Coach Carter. Yeah. You know, he's just dropping f bombs for like two hours on Chad and Tatum. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> but I di- I digress, right. man. Uh, what are some of your favorites? Well, uh, Ed is one of them. Fire, the baseball playing monkey. Right. <laughs> uh, Space Jam was that's, a good one. That's a good one as well. <laughs> uh, Biscuit. Uh, <laughs> Toby McGuire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spider Man <laughs> in that one. Uh, and obviously, all of the Air Bugs. Obviously, Air <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Well, there's always one more I want to talk about, man. Yeah. It's my favorite one. I want to talk about the magic that is Remember the Titans. Oh, yes. Uh, sure. One part football movie, one part end of school segregation error mm-hmm. type movie, two parts Denzel Washington, and like nine parts awesome. <laughs> okay? Yes. yes. It's just yes. a fantastic film, film, man. With the amazing ensemble cast that includes Will Patton, Wood Harris, Donald Faison, Ethan Subley, Nicole Ari Park. And a very young and at times horrible DB, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I mean, dude was such a liability at cornerback, okay? <laughs> the entire time. He really was, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, is that off your chest now? I feel good, man. Okay. Yeah, okay. Th- thanks for asking. Yeah, no problem, man. Appreciate you letting us, letting us hear that. Uh, you guys know the socials, though. Uh, you can hit us up and let us know about your favorite sports movies. And maybe a few that we need to talk about as well. Oh, yeah. Sienna Miller, Frankie Burns, yeah. as uh, the narcotics cop that McKenna, who we'll talk about in a minute, put on the case with him because I'm guessing that Bozeman's a homicide cop and she's a narcotics cop, so that's why they usually don't work together, but right. they're working together yeah. on this. Thoughts? Um, Did not really see... Her uh, storyline, the way it was supposed, where it came out, did not see that at the beginning. Kind of little, got a little surprised by that. Got a little surprised. Got a little about surprised that. by that, which was cool. Um, no, I mean she she held her own. I think uh, aside, uh, uh, Chadwick as, uh, you know, she's basically a sidekick, right? Oh yeah, she was the one that was kind of feeding the. Uh, the home base, the the headquarters information, and kind of leading them around, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, but we find out it's for a reason. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we want to. Well, she she that, always but. she always steps steps away, right? Yeah. It's always like she she has a daughter. Um, she's working this shift, trying to mm-hmm. take down these guys, and he really doesn't agree. Andre Davis really doesn't agree with that at first, but he's stuck with her. So he works with her. Uh, you know, she's, she has a badge, so he trusts her. 
automatically. And I think that's where the problem lies as well. Um, where like the trust between the people, yeah, right? You don't know, you don't know who is who, right? They're all supposed to be on the same, NYPD on the same, officers. on the same team, right? Yep. Yep. But there is some underlying thing. So she yeah. always steps away, says she has to talk to her daughter. We find that to be different later. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, man, I, I think uh, Sienna Miller as, as Frankie Burns was a uh, good cop, knew her shit. Pulled off that New York accent too, man. Like, <laughs> it's nothing. She, I think she's not from the like. That's the thing about these foreign actors, dude. I think she's uh, they do she, so good, don't they? She's American English. Actually, she was born yeah. in New York City, but I thought oh. she was like British. I thought, I thought she has like a British accent or something like that. Mm-hmm. I've never heard her talk that <laughs> thick with her, you know, New York accent, man. But that was dope, though. Mm-hmm. Um. She held, she held her own, man. I, oh, yeah. You know, in a, in a movie filled with a bunch of guys, a lot of testosterone, mm-hmm. right? She brings that kind of care to the movie, but also, like, she didn't care, right? Like, right, like, right, right. That was supposed to be, like, her her role as a narcotics cop to kind of bring these guy, guys down, right? Yeah. And as a, you assume that as a woman that she would be, like, a little softer right. than the guy, especially diff- uh, than Andre, but she's actually... More, but you don't know why. You don't know <laughs> yeah, why, yeah, yeah. right? Especially when she's like running Michael down with a damn car. <laughs> she was trying to hit him. Yeah, she was. There was no like tail <laughs> flip and then like hit him with the back of the car yeah, or anything. To kill that dude, dude, just straight. He he couldn't get nowhere without getting almost getting killed. <laughs> God, dude, every moment, every yeah, moment, and, dude. And like some of it at the beginning, you're like, okay, Andre's like. He's mine. He's mine. Don't don't kill him. And not one cop didn't try to kill him. <laughs> and I mean, you know, like I stated, you know, these are corrupt cops yeah. in this in this situation. So you don't know that. True. At, at like the very beginning, it kind of rolls into it, but. But you don't. But I don't mean to cut you off. But you don't know because at the same exact time, like every movie has d- done this, right? Um. When a cop goes down, all yeah. all the cops mobilize right, and they're right. out to kill that person who shot the cop, right? Yeah, and I felt that. Yes. Part. That was, <laughs> that made, that was kind of where it was at. Like, okay, they're going out this guy because he's a cop killer. Yeah. Uh, but we find out it's more than that as yes, well. Yes. Right. It's, it's that plus some other stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I also thought it was funny, yeah. like, once again, she's trying to gun him. She's trying to like ram him with the car, but also like he gets out in the middle of the chopper in the middle of the intersection. The chopper's like, stand down. And he's like, pop, pop, pop. he like starts slowing down. And the chopper goes, <laughs> like every, every cop is after this guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah and they're like, why? Clearly I'm not going to stop running. Clearly. Why am I going to stop running? No, not doing it. Bro. Yeah, I, w- yeah, yeah. I want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move over here to uh, the infamous uh, J.K. Simmons, man, Captain McKenna. Okay. Talk to me, brother. The man, the <laughs> myth, the living legend, baby. Right there. Just follows me wherever I go. <laughs> yeah, just uh, uh, we, we kick off the, sh- the 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 movie with him. Like, he's, run- he's running the show. He's asked uh, Andre and Sienna and from – Andre and Frankie to, to lead this case. Yeah. They're going to find these guys, and he's telling Andre, find this guy, you kill this guy. That's what I want. Yeah, he is straight up about that, yeah, man. Yeah, he's not hiding that at all. He's like, you know, I got you here for a reason because I know you'll do the right thing and kill this guy. That's tough, man. Which is, you know, and then. That's what he's known Andre's for, like, Yeah, and Andre's like, you know, I, I understand but he's like, I'm not just going to kill the guy just to kill the guy because I don't know. you know, Because they think at the beginning that it's one guy. Yeah. Until Andre goes in and he's like, there's two guys that did this. So, yeah, he's just straightforward, dude. Find this guy, kill this guy. Find this guy, kill this guy. And at every moment, you know, you see him. It's a very strong role for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, yo, where the hell are we at with this? <laughs> yeah, well... Why aren't we cleaning this well, up why yet? It's like, you know, I got breakfast in two hours, yeah. bro. You know what I mean? What the hell? I'm trying to, trying you know, to, I'm trying to talk to my wife before yeah. she goes into the, you know, she goes to the uh, hospital, yeah. man. She's a nurse. So, uh, no, nah, Captain McKenna, man, uh, he did what he was exactly supposed to do. Yeah. But how do you feel like that, right? Especially if you are the, the captain of that unit, of that precinct, right? Mm-hmm. These are your guys. Gun down. 
cold yeah. blood. Um, yeah. Well, that well, that's what we see first, right? Until we learn about the eighty fifth precinct. And I what's love, going on. I love this movie's an onion, dude. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I, that's so, what I love about it. So that's that first step. Is like, okay, this guy just wants these guys dead because wants this guy dead because his officers are dead. So that's the first thing, and then it peels back that. Oh, wait, they stole some coke from him too. So what's going on with the A five, man? <laughs> what's going on with the A five right here, player? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. So it ends up being multiple layers of the reasons he's got to uh, get this guy going. Oh, he yeah. knows too much already. Let's jump over here to uh, uh, Stefan James as Michael Trulio here. Um, this guy, dude, is uh, just. I want to see this guy in more movies. This is a good-looking kid, man. He looks like he can hold his own as well. Yeah, he, was, he did a great job. Um, he was the smarter of the two. Oh, definitely. Dude, he was so, definitely. So, so smarter, dude. I loved it in the scene where they are um, in front of the actual drug dealer who they're selling the drugs to mm-hmm. to get the cash and just doing, like, all the math top of the yeah. head, like, process procedures and everything, man. And he's just rifling it yeah. off, right? He was just on the money. He I love that. Yep. <laughs> uh, Ray is just like, yeah, he's he knows the stuff. Yeah, he, he knows, knows his he shit. Knows right what's going on. <laughs> he's he's one of those smart guys. But talk about like a character who like I almost got the fugitive. You ever seen the fugitive with um, Harrison Ford? Mm-hmm. I kind of got those vibes, right? Even though the fugitive was like really large scale, really um, across many states and, and yeah. cities and stuff like that. And it slowed down. This movie did not slow down for him, but I think it was like a mini, the fugitive type thing where okay. he was stuck. Yeah. Right. He couldn't do much. Yeah. It was just that, uh, he was that, on that, island, that wall call, closing down on him. All yeah. those walls coming in on him. We're going to flood the city. We're going to flood the island with blue. I love that line. Um, but yeah, I got like a real, like the fugitive vibe from this man where he, you know, he's he's running, he's hiding, he's ducking, he's doing this, doing that. Yeah. Um, the, just the one-on-one scenes with him and, and Andre when they're close together. Um, hell, he takes this dude's <laughs> wardrobe, right? Like he, oh, yeah, yeah. He, like, this, Wait, <laughs> just, what does he have, like the hat and the glasses? No, he didn't have the hat on. I think he didn't have the hat on, yeah. but did have the uh, glasses, the tie yeah, and everything. Tied up, <laughs> yeah. But dumped it really, really fast, obviously, <laughs> to go ahead and, and get away, man. But talk about persistence, right? Talk about trying to get away and fleeing for your life because you yeah. know you know you're screwed for the rest of your life. He says that. He he knew it when they ran the red light. Dude. Yeah. Like, as soon as that happened, he was like. This is going to be tough for us, They're going to catch us. Yep. We got to make some moves fast. Yeah, he definitely held held his probably, own man. Probably knew it when they killed all his cops too. Dude. Oh yeah, he was like, "We're we're done. <laughs> yeah, we're burned just, for the rest of our lives, man." The first thing, gosh, it's such a bloodbath. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Taylor Kish as Ray Jackson. Talk to me, brother. Uh, he played uh, his role great. He was uh, he kind of seemed like the the head man, but really he was just kind of the muscle. He, re- he was there to protect. Yeah. Michael, because of the the relationship, the brother uh, relationship with Michael's brother. Yeah. Um. So he's just like, he just takes these guys out like no hesitation. Yeah. So, uh, Ray Jackson, to say what, uh, Judy Dench said about Daniel Craig in his first outing, <laughs> it's a blunt instrument, man. <laughs> yes. He's there for one thing. And that one thing is to, like, he's a cleaner. Yeah. You know what I mean? He is going to kill. He is an yeah. assassin. He's a I shooter. I wouldn't call him cleaner, but. Okay, he, he's not, he's not he's, Ray Donovan, yeah, but he, he does. He, he made a mess. Clean, but he did not clean. It was not good. It was not good. Showcasing to everywhere. I just messed Yeah, I got what you're saying. Yeah, he's just there to uh, to take, to, to clear the path, I guess. Yeah. Clear yeah. the path out. Uh, but he did not handle himself well. Gosh, no. He wasn't smart. Um, he wasn't smart. He didn't like. He wasn't trusting. Yeah. Um. He just wanted to like. Remember, I love calling back to other movies. Yeah. Man. Remember, um, <laughs> the scene in Wild Wild West when, oh he's, when he's like, he's like, I know. Call back. He's like, this is what you do, man. 
you shoot first, you shoot some more, you shoot again, and then when everybody's dead, then you ask questions, yeah. right? Like <laughs> that's Ray Jackson, right? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when everybody's dead and bleeding out, yeah. then you're gonna sit back and be like, "Hey, what's going on, guys?" Yeah. Right? And that like was his style, but he played that to a T, man. Yeah. There needed to be a. There needed. And I just finished Seinfeld, so I apologize. There needs to be a Jerry. And there needs to be a George, right? And Jerry's obviously the smart guy, and George is obviously the dumb yeah, guy. Right? And they're needed. And they're needed they needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> they got to balance each other out. They got to yin and yang yeah. each other. Um, and and Ray did that to the team, and he knew that too. He didn't try. Yeah, he knew his. He knew who he was. <laughs> he knew his place. Right? Yep, he knew that Michael was the brains, and he was the protector. Oh yeah. Yep. All right, man. Um, let's jump over here to these sets and music, dude. You know I love when people shoot in New York. <laughs> you know I love it. Right, it's, yeah. It's literally the most beautiful. And it can be anything you want it to be. City to the, shoot in, right? The director can make it look however he wants it to yes. look. Yes. Yeah, dude. And he, he they definitely did. Yep. Uh, the movie has a, has a look and a feel that I really enjoy. The plot around making the cop killers feel like they're being closed in on, like claustrophobic, yeah. right? Yeah. Kind of like the fugitive vibes, like I was saying, and they had that feeling that they had nowhere to run. Um, it, you know that feel that there's blue on every corner in every alley, man. There was literally any time oh, yeah. that they turned, there was lights, and they had no problem finding them. Dude, it was super easy. Yeah. <laughs> it really barely was. an inconvenience. It really was. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> barely, yeah, barely an inconvenience. You know, that was an intense feeling that the director executed very well. Yeah. And I thoroughly enjoyed that, man. It almost made <laughs> me feel like I was... Because, like, at some point, right, especially for, like, less Ray and more Michael, mm-hmm. he's starting to uncover, like, what the hell is going on with the 8-5, right? Yeah. And yeah. you kind of be like, you're kind of like, yo, I kind of want him to uh, get away so we can figure... This is more yeah. interesting than this coke deal going yeah. on. He's cop dead. Yeah, because, like, the what happens is the, the two different criminal criminal pathways cross. Yeah. So you got the eight five who's doing their dirty stuff. And you got Michael who's trying to clear his cash and get out. And they use the same people. <laughs> <laughs> they end up they end up using the same people. Which is they fantastic. go to the same McDonald's man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go to the same yeah. damn McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Super hilarious, man. So awesome. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This movie has a great score as well, man. You know, we don't talk much about music as much as, unless it's like super stellar, right? And it's been a while since we've had a movie that we reviewed that had such a stellar score. Yeah. And this increases causing more tension. Yeah. Right, that feeling of like claustrophobia, the feeling of like the the, the, the dragnet is coming mm-hmm. on you, right? It the music just increases with that tension, and you feel it. I, you feel for Michael, you feel like Michael. And yeah, I mean, and you know, I'm not talking about the music, but it goes along with the sets too. Yes, you know, the, the sets keep getting smaller. Yes, <laughs> you know, they're going to rooms, then they're going to hallways, and then they're in the subway. Oh, yes, which is basically the end of the line. Yep. So. It all kind of rolls together, man. Dude, so so love that about this movie, man. Um, this film is almost dancing along to the score, man. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Ooh, all nice. the way to well the put. end of this 100-minute movie, man. I loved it, dude. <laughs> well put. I, you know, I, I got yeah. one, one zinger yeah. a month, you know. That might be our, our title for the week. I love it. <laughs> Set it up. Boom. <laughs> I'm going to write that down right now. Write it down, buddy, while I talk about the theme. Enhance. <laughs> Enhance. <laughs> Enhance. <laughs> Pretty damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drop that in the comments if you know what movie that's from. Right. All right, guys. Uh, quick name here. Um, even though you have tragedy in your life and you're an adult life now, um, has been about avenging that tragedy. Uh, you can do better. You can feel better. You don't have to go down that path anymore. And I think that I think we're talking about Bruce Wayne right I'm now. I'm sure that would stop all the Batman movies. <laughs> no more Batman movies. We're talking about no more Batman movies, right? Nope. That's it. If that's that's where we're going. There's no more Batman. 
Yo, man, I think back, right? And we'll we'll obviously <laughs> wrap this up, man. But you ever seen the, uh, I know you have, it's a dumbass question, but <laughs> Batman Massive Phantasm? No. The, the cartoon movie? No, I haven't watched the cartoon. You've not. never seen, dude, get, you I have, have an assignment. I haven't watched the cartoon Batman, the animated Batman stuff. Not, you didn't even have to watch the show, but that movie, that came out in theaters, bro. Batman Massive Phantasm is one of the best Batman, like, in theater movies okay. ever. Okay. <clears throat> I've, I've never been like, there's an animated movie coming to the theater, let's go. But there is a scene in there. Well, we were kids when it came out. We were, we were like, it was in the mid-90s, but anyway. Okay, okay. Um, Same. There's a scene where he literally considers hanging up the cape and cow. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously tragedy strikes where he cannot do that. Of course. Gotta still be Batman. Right? I wonder here, after watching this movie, mm-hmm. right, and everything that Andre has gone through, we're not gonna spoil the fire ending. Mm. Um, what does he do? Right? Right. I, I think about like characters after the movie goes up when the credits start rolling, right? Talking about Andre? Andre now, yeah. Sorry, going back. Yeah. Um, Technically, we saw what he did right after that. Because that the subway station uh, isn't the end of the movie. No, it's not. It's not. I'm talking about literally after he walks out of the house. I got you. Okay. Like, does he... I mean, Joseph Gordon-Levitt yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in Dark Knight Rises threw the badge away. Yeah. So is is this when he becomes Black Panther? Like, what happens? I want to <laughs> know, right? I'm joking. I'm joking, guys. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, he, he makes it pretty clear it's in his DNA. I think he's... I would feel like he has to move forward from... Now he knows that he can clean the streets, but now there's another piece of it he needs to work on. Yeah. Right? It's that internal thing, you know... Apparently, everybody can be a criminal no matter what, if you hold a badge or not. So, to me, the way he plays out the rest of his, uh, the rest of his part in the movie would be like, okay, now I got another challenge. Yeah. The, this Time is to move the on. next chapter. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I like that, man. I like that. All right, guys, so that is our conversation about 21 Bridges. Javier, talk to me, brother. What are your thoughts? What do you rate uh, this bad boy? Uh, this is my first time watching this one. Have you watched it before? Dude, this is my second time. Second time? That's not bad. Yeah, I watched it back in 2019. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give this one uh, a four out of five buckets this week. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, what's fun about this is usually these aren't, like, movies that I would pick. Yeah. Um, just because like cop movies and stuff really aren't my thing. Uh, but the more we watch these, the more I realize, you know, these, if, if I really wanted to sit down and watch these movies, there's some that I could watch and be like, this was awesome. And this was one of those. I'm super happy right now, dude. <laughs> super happy. Cause, Cause like, there's like three others that flew into my yeah, brain. Yeah. There's actually only two more that flew into my brain. Well, you know, make happen. saying saying that for people who are like that, where, yeah. you know, if I'm going to flip through movies, I'm going to watch probably something funny or something uh, more of that uh, fantasy yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but really good. Really enjoyed it. And I'd watch it again. Nice. Nice. Wow. Nice. How about you, man? Yeah, dude. This one gets four buckets of popcorn from me, man. Um, this was just a great onion yeah and it's kept on peeling right it comes in where you just you think it's super easy yeah uh drug deal gone bad they killed cops let's find drug dealers yeah let's find the guys who killed these cops right well it's it's enough of that that like you want to watch it again to watch out for more things yeah what did we like, miss like it's not completely spoiled that into the movie you know what happens yeah like some movies can be like that it's like okay well i get it all now now i kind of want to go back and watch it and be like well, now I see where they're all piecing it all together. Yeah, yeah dude, I, I that's exactly what I feel, man. Um, Chadwick Boseman just gives a fantastic performance, man, as this hardboiled cop. Um, Sienna Miller pulls her own as Frankie mm-hmm. Burns, and J.K. is just a badass all, all the time. Yeah. 
Done. You know, but outside of like that, like Thon James as Michael Trulio trying to make it, uncovering exactly what the hell is going on, <laughs> figures out that it's badge numbers. Yeah. Just fantastic actor, man. Just fantastic acting through and through. Um, this is one of those uh, cop movies. Excuse me. That is very rewatchable. Yeah. Like you said. And it's just a beautiful movie, man. Yes. Like, this is, it's dark and it's gritty, but at the same, and it's claustrophobic. I think that was yeah. really fun for me, man. You got the claustrophobicness and the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's one of the key things I like, too, is it's like you have a clock. Yeah. So everything's got to line up a certain way. They can't just be here and be there. So. Just made just, sense, brother. Just made, yeah, there you go. It just made sense. Yeah, dude. Definitely four bucks platform. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through 21 Bridges. Next week, we'll be talking about Vertical Limit. And that's streaming on Hulu. I am Clyde Smith, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde T. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.